35 degrees in Amherst and Appomattox, 39 in Salem and Roanoke, 37 in Bedford and Danville, 35 in Lynchburg. It's cloudy everywhere. Yeah. Couple of reminders. Watch for deer this morning. Okay. Story. Okay. God saved me this morning. Uh Uh-oh. Because, don't tell the Lynchburg PD, but sometimes I think I'm in a Grand Prix when I hit the new circle. Oh, Because I'm going to make some fun with it because it's so stupid. (laughs) So today, I had the opportunity to pass a car. In the circle? Not in the circle. Oh. Beyond the circle, on the bridge, because they give you the whole bridge to kind of merge. Yeah. I almost passed him. If I'd have passed him, because it was a little slower than me, and I thought, slow down, Mark. Mm-hmm. A deer just walking across the front of him. Just through the deer. And if I would have passed him, I would have been going, I would have whacked that deer. So I said, thank you, Lord. But you didn't. So I didn't pass. So he him. was just casually walking. He, he was wasn't, casual. He wasn't yeah, I'm, and, running energetically and, after nope, a girlfriend. It was okay. a casual walk. All right. And it's not that we don't have a lot of that right. over where we are now. They're they're very you know because love just, is in the air. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just beyond the bridge, you know, there's woods to the right, right there, and then you know he just you know just walking across. Yeah. Well, and it's not that the guy didn't even have to put his brakes on because he was going so slow. Right. And sometimes they, we we have one, I haven't seen him lately, but we had one little button buck and mm-hmm. he would stand in the middle of the driveway and like kind of toss his head up like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're not going to do anything. Just, yeah. I mean, a couple of times we had a little standoff oh, and I oh, thought, wow. you know what, you little poop, here I come, you know, <laughs> and he, I mean, he hung in there for a while. Did he? Okay. Yeah. He's, he's trying to prove he's the man. <laughs> But not so much. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is, for the love, would you please stop throwing your cigarettes out your window yeah, yeah. of your vehicle? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard about the 1,200-acre wildfire we have going on in Bedford County, but that's how that crap starts. Don't do that. Do they not put ashtrays in cars anymore? I guess I they don't. I don't know. I, I was behind somebody last right. night, though, and they just you know flicked it right, right. on out there. Sure. Because, you know, you know all those cars whizzing by, that just puts it right out. Right, right. Not. Right, that gives it air. Air, right. right. <laughs> Especially if it gets over in, 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 in and the everything's dry grass. so dry. Yeah. And right then the now. car's passing on, that's more air. Yeah, don't be clueless. Oxygen. Like, if, if you insist on smoking, then just do damage just to yourself. How about that? That's Let's why they throw it out there. Try to deprive, you know, oxygen right. to the fire. To, yeah, to put it out. So. But, I mean, that that will start some stuff up. So, same, just don't do it. Um, so, Brad yeah. Pitt. Yeah, let's talk about the a, love is in the air. Apparently, he has a new love interest. Now, he, he's been divorced for a while. Right, right. But it looks like he's, uh, he's finally moving on there. Um, he's getting serious with a woman... 27 years his junior. I mean, he's making you look less like a perv with that one. I mean... Thank it, you for the compliment, even, Janet. Even you're not 27 I feel, years. I feel really good right now. Oh, that's a that's an you ongoing know. thing with this show. You know that. I know. But it's, this is just a reminder. This is the song, because I can be lighthearted. Sure. This is the song they played at my wedding when I married my wife. Okay. <laughs> Get out of my mind. Wait a minute. 
Gary Puckett, that's right, yeah. in the uh, Union Gap. And Kara's going, who's Gary Puckett? <laughs> I'm almost too too young to know who Gary Puckett. You know dang I was, well. I was a kid. She doesn't know who Gary right. Puckett in the Union Gap is. I was a kid when this song was a hit, so I admit that. Oh, Lordy. Maybe they could play that if Brad gets married well, again. I, I don't think, know. I think it would be appropriate. 27 years is junior. They've been dating for a year, spent time together this summer as he filmed Formula One in Europe. Uh, they, they're they calling this the first real relationship since the divorce. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're doing fine. She is a jewelry designer. Oh, nice. I think. Okay. She works in the jewelry industry. Right. Uh, Vice president of Anita Co. Jewelry. Right. A position she's held since 21. Graduated from college in 2013. Wow. She's a recent graduate. <laughs> yeah, what were you doing in 2013, Brad? Oh, goodness. Okay. So, he, apparently he is introducing her as uh, as his girlfriend. So In 2013, I was thinking, I can't wait until my wife turns 40. Right. <laughs> and the gray hair starts coming in. And then I won't look. Because uh, I... Does she have gray hair coming in? She she does. Oh yeah, because she's I, excited I, about I it. I don't have that. I don't have that yeah, going she's, on. She's excited. Okay, that doesn't happen to too so many ladies I. where they're like, "Oh, look, gray hair. Let's welcome that in." There. Okay. All right. So the um, House Homeland Chair, yes, is supposed to be speaking. Okay. Uh, this morning at nine a.m going to feature testimony from Homeland Security uh, Secretary Mayorkas. He's been in front of Congress a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> FBI Director Christopher Wray. Yeah. And National Counterterrorism Center Director Christine Abizad. That doesn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. That's because you're I, I know. Islamophobic. That's right. Uh, Homeland Security Chairman Mark Green is expected to warn that the present is one of the most dangerous times in the history of the United States. Wow. This is based on the, uh, the f- panel focused on worldwide threats. Mm-hmm. A copy of Green's opening statement in which he warns that security challenges to the United States in the midst of the war between Israel and Hamas are becoming more dynamic each day. According to the prepared remarks, I do not say this lightly, This is one of the most dangerous times in the history of the United States. During an interview on Tuesday, ahead of the hearing, Green said the United States is at heightened risk and said the open-door policy at the border is largely to blame. Mm -hmm. I wonder what Mayorkas is going to say about that. Oh, the border's closed. Yeah, it says it's secured. It's secured, yeah. Mm -hmm. Green, pointing to homegrown terrorists, warned of lone wolf terror attacks in the United States, Mm -hmm. saying terrorists have the ability to recruit American citizens and have radicalized them to do horrific things. I mean, we're seeing that. When you have hundreds of people Mm -hmm. wanting to wave Palestinian flags and blaming Israel for for, for being attacked by terrorists, he also warned of the unprecedented crisis at the border the worst in American history. Yep. And that is, don't even get us started about the northern border. We've talked about that. Last week, yeah. A lot of people not thinking about that. They're not, but they better be. Yeah. I mean, they don't even have water to cross up there. Green is also expected to warn that terrorism poses a threat directly 
to our homeland. The number of people arrested between ports of entry who are on the FBI's terror watch list hit a new record this year. Right. The watch list, officially called the Terrorist Screening Data Set, is the government's database which contains sensitive information on terrorist identity. While the number is relatively small compared to the millions of migrants encountered at the borders, that's just the ones we've caught. Right. Who are they? Mm-hmm. Where are they? What are they? Right. We don't know, he mm-hmm. said in the interview. Yep. Foreign terrorist organizations like ISIS have called on its extremist supporters to target Jewish communities in the United States and Europe. He also is expected to point to cyber threats from adversarial nations like Iran. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one we just unlocked 10 billion. That's right. Because, you know, he is just a mastermind when it comes to foreign affairs, <laughs> that Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's going to be later on this morning. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear that and a whole lot more. Yeah. Probably. And I know, guys, you want to hide your head in the sand. Mm. And I know you don't like to talk about this stuff, but you better know what's coming mm-hmm. because or what's here right what's here not yeah. really what's coming yeah what's already here but what they can do that's the part that's yet to be seen yeah i've got a good samaritan story after this all right we'll, we'll take this call i did want to mention here muslim law groups accuse top law firms of islamophobia oh lord bloomberg's reporting that the uh, law firm's one-sided support of israel is contributing to the islamophobia anti-arab sentiment in the U.S., according to Muslim American law groups, so now we're we're seeing that battle take place at that at that tier of our society. Right, that the law firms now are are taking a hit if they're not pro-Palestinian or whatever. Anyways, eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. You're on the morning jam on Hump Day. Good morning. Hey, hey guys, how y'all doing this morning? Good, doing great. What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to say a lot of this stuff goes back to not sending your kids to church and and uh, getting them to read the Bible and stuff like that because most of these parents don't do that, and then they send them to a college, and then the college puts all this crap about the Palestinians and all of that in their heads. Yeah. And they don't know anything about the whole Israel situation. You know, I knew that. My mom told me, and I told my daughter, but... You, when you send your kids to these secular colleges, you're, there's a good chance they're not going to come back exactly right, you know. So I, I didn't want my daughter to go to college because of that. And she's done well. She's done really well uh, not going and uh, making good money and everything. Um, I just... I think if you don't, like, you know, I used to go to youth groups and they would talk about Israel mm-hmm. and who Israel came to be. And, and I just think a lot of these problems we have is because of people not taking their kids to church, people not going to church, people not, you know, and, and a lot of the churches have gone away from it, too, because, you know, they'll have all of these fog machines and it looks like a Brett Michaels concert <laughs> at church, you know, with yeah. all of this stuff. And it's just... Get back to the basics, man. Yeah. Well, well and, and parents thanks. just need to uh, yeah. to thanks teach their their. Ch- you you have to prepare 
your child for the path that life is going to bring them. Mm-hmm. You can't shelter them from everything. Right. They're going to come in contact with people right. who are going to try to, to feed them a line. They have to be able to stand up to it. Mm-hmm. That's what college is supposed to be, right. to keep you to teach you to articulate. Yeah, critical thinking. Decide what it is that you believe. Mm-hmm. You've also got to teach your child that. So when they do go to college, as many kids want to do, mm-hmm. that they can stand firm to that and they know who they are yeah because at the end of the day nobody's going to have more influence on your child than you can if you do the work yeah but you can't be a passive participant in your child's life right and expect that to take hold mm-hmm. because it won't yeah. yeah when we come back we're going to talk about a good samaritan who was in the wrong place at the right time oh and help save the life of a police officer oh that's neat it is neat 718. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Well, we're maybe less than a half a mile away. We're just as close as your phone or your radio. I was explaining to somebody yesterday, I've ran into a lot of people, hadn't seen, and I was telling them about how they could listen to us on the phone. They go, oh, 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 no, no. No, I I can't. I'm not technical. I said, it's so easy. You have Bluetooth in your car? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All you have to do is get us on the phone and bada boom, bada bing, you're there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 866-916-3776. You're on the morning, Jam. Good morning. Hey, Mark and Janet. Dr. Harp here. Hello, sir. Hey, um, when I, hey um, this is just to show a little contrast in, in the terms of the Middle East and Lebanon between now and in the, in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my, grand, my grandfather on my mom's side uh, was Lebanese. He was an Arab, actually. So I've got, I've actually had some Arab blood in me. Okay. So when I was... So when I was a little boy, about six years old, my grandpa, Grandpa Harb, his name was my grandfather's name was Victor Harb actually. So that's why I got where I got my first name. Mm. And he was he was visiting Lebanon, and he sent me a postcard saying, and it was beautiful. I've got it today. It says it's beautiful here in Beirut, Lebanon. The weather's great. The beaches are fantastic. It's peaceful and beautiful here. So he used to go back and forth all the time and visit Lebanon, where mm-hmm. he came from. You know where he came from originally to the sure. United States. Uh, you know, he, came, he actually came through Ellis Island as a legal immigrant when he was 14 years what old. What a novel idea. Yeah, and, and you know, I've got that postcard, and That's it was great. Just a beautiful picture. And uh, he and his family would travel back and forth to Beirut. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, were, they were actually, uh, you know, they had family there, and they visited, you know, Jordan and Israel, and everything was really nice and peaceful. And um, I just got that nice memory that... Uh, from sure. those days and how beautiful it was then and, and how it's all gone downhill since then. Yeah, sure. So, I'm uh, sure he'd be heartbroken. 
Oh yeah, so that's quite a, quite well, a contrast. And, and you know, I was I was following politics at the time when the Iranian yeah. hostages were taken, and uh, you know, before right. that is when Iran began. It was just the seventies, really, um, the late seventies right. when when Iran became yeah. radicalized. And you oh, had yeah. the Shah of Iran and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and going on. And, and these were ple- right. pleasant places. I mean, I've heard that sure. even um, along the, the beaches of Gaza, there could be some be- oh, yeah. beautiful things sure. going on. But they, they chose, you know, to go down this path and have Hamas as their their government. They, they chose it. Right. I think it was right. 2005 when Israel handed that all over to them with an infrastructure right. in place. And even right. relocated some Jews and pulled them out of there to give them Gaza, right. and and they've just they've um, not managed it well, obviously, because yeah. of hate. Right, and then, exactly, and you know, since two thousand five, they basically, you know, given the Palestinians at least four chances to self-govern mm-hmm. and to have their own their own their own peaceful self-government. And they squander it. And they squander it every single time, of course. So yeah, you know. So in the old days it was nice, and now of course it's uh, a terrible disaster over there. And it's and it's it's difficult to see, you know, the pictures because it's it's. Oh. I think Israel's going to do what they said they're going to do. It's going to be rubble, right? You know, like the Bible right. says, there won't be one stone upon the other, and it certainly right. looks like it. Um, that's going on, and and they and they right. they, they woke up that sleeping giant, and. Um, you know, I'm I'm heartbroken that this all, this all has to happen because it doesn't. But it's because of the, of man's evil heart. I mean, right. it's just that's well, right. Yeah, right. As simple exactly. as that. Yep. Well, thank that's you right. so much for calling exactly. in and giving us that perspective. Yeah, that's good stuff. You know, everybody yep. has a, a history, and everybody has you know people in their in their family mm-hmm. um, exceptions to the rules and and all of that and then you've got these other people who have absolutely especially these young people have absolutely no idea even what they're protesting right right they just and and you know what mark i think a lot of that is that these young people are just they're just rudderless mm-hmm. right they was, don't have a purpose aimless. yeah yeah they don't they just don't have a purpose mm-hmm. in their life mm-hmm. and that kind of goes back to what um the caller said a, a few minutes ago mm-hmm. when he was talking about you know we don't raise our children up to know that there's something more than this sure. I, I can't imagine being raised and thinking that this is all there is right i mean that would be pretty depressing mm-hmm. yeah you, you know if you if you haven't given the greatest gift that you can give to your children which is a relationship, or at least an opportunity to have a relationship with Christ, yeah. then that could be pretty sad. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, you, you play the tape to the end. We were at a celebration of life yesterday of some someone who did that. Yeah. And gave his life to Christ and just blessed so many other people right. throughout the years. And, and you know, it's, it was quite and a testimony. probably didn't even realize how much of a blessing he was to other people. Right. Yeah, because it's one thing Rush Limbaugh said years ago that he's somebody asked him about, you know, fame and, and, and all that. And, and, you know, Rush was bodacious, but Rush was a little more humble than people know. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of giving to people behind the scenes, didn't want to make a big deal of it. But he said, I don't I don't have time to really think about that right now right. because I'm I'm pressing to do what I'm supposed to do. And that's and that's one of our calls, I think, as as parents 
is to to try to help our children understand that they need to find their purpose. They mm-hmm. need to contribute to society. Right. And one of the things my mother always used to say, especially if I like got into any trouble or anything, mm-hmm. she said, well, clearly you don't have enough to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to fix that. And, right. and she would say, if, you, if you're busy rowing the boat, you're going to be too busy to rock the boat. Mm, that's a- good. And, and I think that's true with these young people. Yeah. They need to be rowing a boat. There's so many things they could be involved with. Right. I but mean, it's true for all of America. Good. All these people living off the, the government yeah. who, who aren't working. That's why they're rocking the boat, because they're not busy rowing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it's you know created it's, our own mess. Right. And sooner or later, the, the ship can sink. Yeah, for sure. Not to keep it in that vein. But, all right. Um, I'm going to have to do the Good Samaritan thing uh, okay. later, I guess, because we're, we're getting ready to go into break. WDBJ7 going to have uh, several headlines to, mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, today, including the um, the brush fire or yeah. the wildfire that's going on. Yeah, and I think it there. was Matt's Creek, I think, that mm-hmm. they haven't even been able to contain that yet. Yeah, also going to be talking about the VSU shooting and uh, some things being done at Goodwill Industries. So they'll have all that, and we'll have some headlines for you. If you want to weigh in on anything we've talked about this morning, you can text us at 434 248 or you can always call us, 866 866- Nine one six three seven seven six. I will have my redneck Christmas light story. I can't wait. Yeah, that's Pretty coming excited. up. All right. Forty in Salem and in Amherst, thirty-seven in Appomattox, thirty-seven in Lynchburg. Okay, thirty-seven, thirty-seven, thirty-nine, forty. All right, where we are. All right, Botetourt Farmers Market is hosting its annual Thanksgiving market this Saturday, November eighteenth. It's my birthday. Uh, From ten (laughs) a.m. to two p.m., Mallory White, president of the Botetourt Farmers Market, uh, is excited about it. This event takes place at the Daleville Town Center with more than 30 local agricultural and artisan vendors, including food and live music. As a matter of fact, Caleb White will be playing the trumpet, and uh, that'll be part of the live music Saturday. Sounds like a fun day. Because mm. it's my birthday. A lot. <laughs> it is your birthday, yes. I don't normally celebrate it, but I'm going to be 65. I didn't think I'd make it this long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Serious. Oh Lord! After heart surgery, and you know, sixty-five. You get most of my yeah. teeth. That's right. First responders were out at Arias Payne Elementary School yesterday morning after the uh, a pressure cooker, a pressure cooker exploded. What well, said a steam pipe in my story when I did it last hour? Oh, well, this is what this is saying a a pressure cooker. Oh. Well, maybe that they can't be it. right. I don't know why you'd be using a pressure cooker. Why would you be using a pressure cooker? Person just... was taken to the hospital for precautionary reasons, no major injuries. Surely that's not right. Well, this is what it says. That's why I thought it was a different story. Well, my story says sudden release of pressurized steam from a malfunctioning kitchen device is being blamed for the explosion. So it could be a pressure cooker. They said just... no, no major catastrophe. Right. Um, a pressure cooker exploded. What on earth? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Do we think that's really what happened? I don't know. Now I want to know. Yeah, I know. Inquiring minds want to know. And if was you know it anything. like an old school pressure cooker? I don't know. See, mine didn't I don't even, even say think, pressure cooker. I don't mine. even think the nor- the the regular ones can yeah. do that. I would think you'd have a commercial grade, you know, for a school, because you have to make prepare for so many people. Didn't even know they... I don't even know they did that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, Due to D.C. Metro travel restrictions and guidance from event organizers, Liberty University canceled its trip for students to attend the March for Israel event uh, on Tuesday. The LU official said, it's very disappointing. Certainly, we tried all we could to get buses into the city. It was a major deviation from what we do in the annual March for Life and what typical travel and security protocols are in place. We've not changed our minds at all about supporting Israel publicly. Uh, There will be many more opportunities. This message that went out to students from President Costin on Monday, due to updated travel restrictions imposed by authorities in D.C. late this afternoon, we have to cancel tomorrow's trip for the March for Israel. Hmm. Now, why, why do they have restrictions on that? And why was it changed at the last minute? And did you do that for the Palestinian march? I don't know. They had 300,000 people there. so and uh, Maybe there were so many they had yeah, to do that. That's possible. Maybe yeah, that's that, what it is. That's a lot of that's a lot of influx. All right, I'm people. ready. I'm ready for my. Okay, um, do we need to well, play? We're gonna, we're gonna do Grandma a call got here run and, over by the reindeer. No, no, no. I want my. I want my story. And we're gonna do this story and then go to a call. All okay. right. So, um, <clears throat> whether you're a holiday decorator, once Halloween is passed, or until after Thanksgiving, many homeowners are preparing to decorate their homes and entertain their guests for Christmas. But it's important that everyone thinks safety first before okay. grabbing those boxes from the attic and uh, we've got our uh, you know our morning jam correspondent uh, roaming the streets uh, found <laughs> these folks uh, down uh, well they found them down in Campbell County somewhere oh okay. and uh, this is uh, what our microphones picked up get a job today you bum 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 <laughs> bum 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 I bet if I beat the hell out of you with this hammer, you'll get in there. <laughs> Putting up his Christmas lights. Oh, wow. The only thing I can pray for is to fall off this ladder. <laughs> All right, go ahead and cut them on. Ooh. Ooh that doesn't wasn't, sound good. I hope he wasn't touching it when that happened. I liked his Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, get a job. Bum, 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 bum. bum. I, might, I might be singing that one myself. Somewhere down in Campbell County. I like it. I think it's so. Uh, I think it's one of Dilmont's buddies, if I'm not mistaken. Might be. 866-916-3776. Oh, they're gone. They couldn't hang on. I'm sorry. Who was it? I don't know. No. Maybe they'll call back. Maybe they will. So when do you start putting up your Christmas lights? Do you put up Christmas lights? Um, You were right up there getting the the leaves out. You could have killed two birds, one stone. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't put them up that high. We, We do the candles and some... And we let our tree be exposed. I think our caller's back. Good morning. Good morning. It's Todd. How are y'all doing? Hey, hey. good. How are when you? When do you put your Christmas lights up? Uh, you know what? We did a little bit last night, my wife. Oh, did, wow. So, but, but well, now that you're ahead of the game, you can come over and help me. <laughs> no, well, I'm talking I'm talking very little lights. Very little. <laughs> you need to do it yourself, up, you bum, 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 bum. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> We got to get our tree up because my granddaughter, they've already put theirs up. Really? Oh. Wow. 
I can't do a tree until this Thanksgiving. Yeah. I can't do it. I just can't. Yeah, I, I'm not. I can't either. And but you know, when you get a four year old telling you, you know, when y'all gonna put your tree up, Papa, <laughs> you know, it kind of ends that moment. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You toddler know. pressure. I yeah, get it. It's a toddler pressure. It's a real thing. <laughs> it is. It is. It's total pressure, man. Let me tell you. Hey, listen. One of my employees was uh, called called in yesterday and said they had to go pick up their child at the school because a pressure cooker had exploded. Pressure cooker. So Thank you for clarifying. See, my story just said yeah. a pressurized device in the kitchen. Yes, but wow. That's what my employee said because, like I said, she was supposed to be at work and she had to go pick up her child and the. They must have closed the whole school down when it happened. Yeah, they did. And, they uh, they evacuated because they didn't know what it was out of out of caution. Somebody running uh, the pressure cooker didn't know what they were doing. That's not good. It, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's probably, to be honest with you, it could have been 100 years old down there. And, yeah. Well, you know, maybe so. You know, yeah, it's an older school. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, everybody get out and get your turkeys. I don't think we're going to have a lot of extra turkeys this year. So. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. You got Matt Ferguson uh, giving us the forecast for weather, and and we got Todd giving us the forecast, the turkey for forecast. Turkey forecast. Yeah, I got. I picked up a hundred yesterday, and it seemed like that was going to be. That's probably we're going to be not going to be a lot of extras. You know, I guess. Yeah, there's so. Yeah, the price didn't come down like everybody thought they were. So mm-hmm. I guess everybody's like, you know, we better go get them because nobody's buying extras. We had yeah. a, a uh, listener yesterday text me wanting to know, and I meant to text you. I haven't done it. Um, are you getting in the the nice sweet potatoes that you usually get in from Carolinas? Yes, we already got some in this past week. And okay, I got, I got about a thousand. Well, actually, it's going to be two thousand pounds coming in. To by Friday so okay. for the week. So, All uh, right. And they're going to sell 49 cents a pound. All right. Okay. Today. I'll see you later on today, uh, friend. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thanks get my sweet right. potato Y'all on. Thank you. Appreciate it, Todd. <laughs> I'm That's telling Todd you, from celebrating 30 years. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. something about the sweet potatoes out of the Carolinas. They're mm. just really, really, really good. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Is it is it, is it clay? clay down in carolina's like it is here i guess carolina uh, clay georgia I, clay i've heard georgia clay but i don't i, know I don't know i don't think it's as clayey as it is around here oh, okay i All don't right. think it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight five and dine is brought to you by our friends at fnl market they're on memorial avenue in lynchburg this is the last week that you can save big with those 30th anniversary savings that they're doing and they're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways on friday as well okay you cool. also want to sign up to be a vip savings club member because then you can take like an extra ten dollars off of your thanksgiving bill nice. so uh, go check that out today's recipe is uh, a dessert because most of us are going to fix more than one dessert for thanksgiving or christmas uh, this is a great one because even after the holiday is over mm-hmm. Technically, you can eat it for breakfast the oh, next day. Yeah, well, I'm liking that. I'm just saying. Uh, it's a gingerbread bunt cake. The bunt. The bunt cake. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees and spray that pan generously with non-stick baking spray or grease it with butter and then flour it. Set it aside. Then you're going to make some brown butter because that's going to give a lot of flavor to this cake. You, once the butter is melted, you're going to crank up the heat to medium-high and stir it until you start seeing some golden bits 
and uh, it's going to smell different and almost nutty and caramely and it should take three to five minutes then you're going to turn the heat off and pour it into a separate bowl and let it cool a little while the butter is cooling you're going to whisk together your flour ginger cinnamon baking soda salt allspice cloves and nutmeg Mm. in the bowl of your stand mixer you're going to add the browned butter your oil your uh, brown sugar and molasses not blackstrap molasses just regular molasses and beat on high until it's light and fluffy then you're going to add in your eggs one at a time your vanilla extract then you're going to add in that flour mixture with three additions and in between those additions you're going to put buttermilk in this cake and that really gives it a lot of flavor too start and end with the flour mixture and pour the cake into a prepared bun bake it for 60 minutes or until a toothpick inserted comes out clean remove it from the oven allow it to cool for 10 minutes and then turn it out i like to make a buttered rum sauce to go with this cake yeah to serve over it you could also do a lemon sauce if that's your thing or a vanilla caramel sauce It's a great addition to your Thanksgiving table. Find the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. Brought to you by F&L Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L, save on family-packed ground beef, $3.48 a pound. Beef bottom round roast is $4.98 a pound. Whole boneless New York strips, $6.98 a pound. And Pepperidge Farm stuffing is $2.99 for a 12-ounce bag. Frozen turkeys are $1.48 a pound. And spiral hams, just $1.48 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today. 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for You know, we've been talking a lot about how people say you've got to be ready and prepared to kind of step in. Our, our police officers are faced with more than they've ever been yeah. faced with before. Uh, there is a new video about a good Samaritan, John Lally, mm-hmm. who caught his own heroic acts on camera after he got caught in the middle of a police chase turned shootout on highway 59 in houston Mm -hmm. he said he was driving down highway 59 on saturday when he witnessed a police chase turn into a car crash Mm. police say that officer jay gibson was attempting to pull over a suspect in a stolen vehicle and the chase began after the driver didn't pull over Authorities said the suspect refused to listen to the officer's command when he approached the vehicle and started shooting, striking the officer in the leg. When Lally pulled over to help any injured drivers from the crash, he witnessed a lot more than he expected. He grabbed the cop by his vest, dragged him behind his work truck. Lally then said, with Gibson holding his hand while other officers applied a tourniquet to his leg, The chase picked back up 
as Lally sat with a wounded officer. According to authorities, the suspect got into another car, then got back out and attempted to get into a second car. Police said five officers shot at the suspect, who was hit multiple times. The 19-year-old died from his injuries at the hospital, according to police. Police are still investigating the incident, saying they were released on body camera footage. So and did the policeman survive? You didn't say that. Um, I think the policeman did survive. Okay. The young man did not. So 19-year-old, yeah. just belligerent. Yeah. Not going not gonna to follow along. And then we have another situation, and this also in Texas, where a good Samaritan um, uh, pins an alleged drunk driver mm-hmm. who killed a police officer in that altercation. Oh, jeez. Wow. And they've got it on videotape. I mean, yeah. the guy, he's drunk off his butt, you can tell. Right. And he goes running, and the guy's like, oh, no, you are not. I know you're not running. Mm-hmm. And the uh, guy ends up stumbling and falling himself, hitting his head and, and, and everything. On the pavers and stuff, yeah. The guy looked like a cop, didn't he? Mm-hmm. The way he was, he was taking the, yeah, him down. Yeah, the way he held him down, yeah. yeah. And the guy tries to get up, and he's like, get down. Right. I mean, because he obviously wasn't. I probably could have constrained that guy. He was mm-hmm. drunk off his butt. Yeah. But, I mean, but it's was... amazing how people have to step in now. Oh, I know. I know. Well, I mean, the police need our help. We need to know when to stay out of the way and, and right. when to intervene. Yeah. And you certainly don't want to, you know, especially if the criminal's not armed, sure. you, don't, you don't want him or her to get away. Yeah. You know, I, I tell you, man, I saw a, I saw a video that was disturbing about a week, week and a half ago. It was just on one of these thread things. And uh, uh, I mean, a um, good sized lady came towards a policeman. And I mean, she was it was smackdown time and and it was a right hook to her jaw and she was down. Mm. And, you know, of course, everybody's filming it. You know, she happened to be African-American. That doesn't matter. But it does sort of matter when a white cop hits a black woman. And um, but, you know, she was she was belligerent. And there was a group of people and, you know, some some of her friends, I think, were around. They should have restrained her. But uh, she wasn't having none of it. And he gave her a right hook. And that that was that was it. She was down for the count at that point. And it neutralized the situation. I hate to see that happen. Yeah. But it, it, it stopped it from escalating any further. Right. Because right. people will pick up whatever. If there's something around, they're going to pick it up and use it on you. Yeah. And you got to be sure. ready for that. You do. You know? Uh, but that means you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. Yeah. Put your damn phone down. Right. Exactly. You know, let some other idiot film the thing. Yeah. We were talking uh, earlier this hour Sorry. about how important it is for parents to be actively involved in their children's lives yes. that doesn't mean being your child's best friend <laughs> true means being a parent yeah we're not seeing a lot of that these days mm-hmm. and here's why uh <laughs> should i be taking notes maybe a north dakota judge ruled that he would not immediately block the state's ban on gender transition treatment for minors mm-hmm. a district judge monday denied a temporary restraining order requested by the plaintiffs. The three families and a pediatrician mm-hmm. who are suing sought a preliminary injunction to temporarily block the law from being enforced. Now, just to be clear, these people are fighting for a 12-year-old right. to decide to basically castrate themselves. Yes. 
In his ruling, he cited the plaintiff's nearly five-month delay in filing their complaint, as well as their argument based on inclusion in a protected class not previously recognized by the North Dakota Supreme Court or a new application of state constitutional uh, principles. Parents Devin and Robert Dolney of Fargo stand with their 12-year-old mm-hmm. during a news conference. I cannot believe that there are parents who are fighting for this. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if, if they're confused it. about whatever is going on, that's fine. Be there for them. Get them you know, therapy. Help them understand who they are. Mm-hmm. But what on earth are you doing letting a 12-year-old make that kind of decision? Right. You're going to let a 12-year-old girl decide at 12, mm-hmm. I'm never going to have children. I never want to, you know, you're going to, that's what you're going to do? It just blows my mind. Yeah, it does. Proponents of the law say it protects children from what they describe as irreversible effects of treatments and surgeries. Yes. You're right. Opponents argue that the restrictions will harm transgender youth who are at greater risk of depression, self-harm, and suicide. Could you go look at the statistics in Europe? Right. And and look at the statistics of those very things happening to people that had the surgery. And and they end their lives. Right. I mean, that's why they've stopped that crap over in Europe. Right. Because they're 10, 15, 20 years ahead of us Mm -hmm. indulging this nonsense. Right. And they've seen the damage, irreversible yes. damage. I mean, if you want to get this kid to 25 and then they make that decision, then they're old enough to make that right. decision. Right. Yep. I, I just, I don't understand these parents. And and we've all seen it. Parents who just, no matter what their kid does, mm-hmm. they make excuses for right. them. I remember talking to a, to a, a woman who said, I, I just, I, I don't know, every, everywhere he goes, people just pick on him. They just pick on him, and they and they he gets in fights everywhere because they say he's a bully. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that can't be everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. At some point, you have to realize that your kid, your kid is the common denominator. Right. Now, she didn't speak to me anymore after that, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. But people have to be told that. Sure. And I know we we lose all sense of you know perspective when it comes to our own kids. Yeah. I mean, we're biased, but we, but still, we are. But I hope I've never been so blindly biased mm-hmm. as to not because you're not doing your kid any favor, right? With that, mm. I mean, this kid has grown grown up thinking he's the victim his whole life. Nothing he's ever done it right. was his fault. Yeah, it was always other people mm-hmm. because mommy was there telling him it was always other people. Right just a mess yeah it is hey uh but we're gonna have coming up at 806 of more lighthearted. kevin's gonna be so yeah. excited yeah. kevin i texted him not long ago i said do you have a question for alan york yeah better get it to me if you have a question you know you want to ask alan because I, I will tell you this he, he's not only the voice of the flames he he is an integral part of you know liberty athletics he knows what's going on he's got an office right on campus he knows he gets to see and talk to the coaches. You know, he has pretty much unfettered access to these players and coaches. So he really does have a good uh, understanding of what's going on with the team and with the leadership. So if you have a question for Alan York, please text us 434 248 We're going to talk to Alan York. Voice of the Flames coming out of the news break here in just a few minutes. They are currently 10-0, undefeated, 
uh, setting a school record with that, I think just last week. So uh, we'll talk to him and just kind of figure out, get a vibe on where he sees the Flames going the rest of this season, then the championship game, heading into the bowl game then. So a lot of football yet to be played by the Liberty Flames. I'm also going to give the devil his due next hour. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm agreeing with Hillary. There, I said it. (laughs) Okay. It's very difficult. I almost didn't get it out. Oh, gosh, yeah. That was like the fun saying. I was was wrong. Didn't say the word wrong. I know. I don't agree with Hillary much. All right. Eight o'clock. Can't wait to see what happens.